0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's First Love Ministry podcast. Last week, what I was trying to say, I'm not sure how clear I said it, but trying to say that the way everybody writes songs, almost always, it's their reflection on experience around them. So many times it's coming out of our personal experience. And David wrote that psalm, I'm sure, that song that he might have entitled, The Lord is My Shepherd because he really experienced the Lord being his shepherd, not just being the shepherd over all the flock, but being the shepherd of him as a specific sheep in very real, very concrete ways. And that I wonder if he wrote that primarily toward the end of his life as he's reflecting back in the specific ways that the Lord had protected him, loved him, guided him, cared for him, provided, and didn't just provide him basics, but Provided in abundance and lavish kindness and goodness, and was with him all the days of his life. Well, why I wanted to call it the Lord is my shepherd is because I want to now move out of Psalm 23 and move more into that as a theme of the Lord is my shepherd, where it moved beyond Psalm 23, it moved beyond just David and reflecting on David that as we go forward today, I want to especially focus on God and primarily, of course, Jesus being in the line of David, being the final king, the forever king, the prophesied king who would reign forever. And some of the specific things we learned about Jesus being our shepherd from John 10. Well, as I mentioned to you last time as well, it was very common In the cultures of the day, for people to recognize that kings were in their ruling, in their leading, in their governing, were to care for the people like a shepherd would care for sheep. And I mentioned to you this verse in Isaiah 49 to 11. I just want you to hear it again. Say to the towns of Judah, here is your God. See, the sovereign Lord comes with power. And he rules with a mighty arm. See, his reward is with him and his recompense accompanies him. Now, again, he's the sovereign Lord. He's God. He rules. But then the very next sentence, he tends his flock like a shepherd. Just hear it personal to your hearts. And I gather you, my lambs, in my arms and carry you close to my heart and I gently lead you that have young. Well, much later, through the prophet Ezekiel, you realize that this idea of leaders being shepherds, or that's the way they were supposed to function, is that later in Ezekiel chapter 33, God goes after the leaders of Israel for being bad shepherds. So, he tells Ezekiel to prophesy, saying, Son of man, prophesy against The shepherds of Israel prophesy and say to them, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Woe to you, shepherds of Israel, who only take care of yourselves. Should not shepherds take care of the flock? The shepherds use them and take advantage of them, he says. You eat the curds, you clothe yourselves with the wool, you slaughter the choice animals, but you do not take care of the flock." God continues, you have not strengthened the weak or healed the sick or bound up the injured. You've not brought back the strays, searched for the lost. Finally, he says, you have ruled them harshly and brutally. And again, the idea was that that's where leadership, because it has power, has authority. How many times leaders use the people for their own advantage, to their own benefit, When again, the primary purpose of the shepherd metaphor is that shepherds are supposed to be there for the sake of the people, and that they're supposed to strengthen the weak, heal the sick, bound up the injured, bring back strays, search for lost, and that God condemns them. He judges them and calls them the shepherds of Israel. But now again, the Lord is our shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. Because then after he, he rebukes the shepherds of Israel, he says, For this is what the Sovereign Lord says. And this is now Ezekiel thirty-three eleven to 16 As a shepherd looks after his scattered flock when he is with them, so I look after my sheep. I mean, this is God. This is God saying, I'm a shepherd. And I look after my sheep. You are my sheep, the sheep of my pasture, right? That's in Psalm 100. He continues, I will rescue them. I will bring them into their own land. I will pasture them on the mountains of Israel. I will tend or care for them in a good pasture. There they will lie down in good grazing land. There they will feed in a rich pasture on the mountains of Israel. I myself will tend my sheep and have them lie down, declares the Sovereign Lord. I will search for the lost and bring back the strays. I will bind up the injured and strengthen the weak. I will shepherd the flock with justice. Talk about the description for pastoral care, for leadership in the church, is that we are supposed to pattern the leadership in the church after the leadership of God, the care of God. In fact, many of you probably know, but when it says, what's often referred to in this phrase, fivefold ministry, but remember you have apostles, prophets, evangelists, teachers, and pastors. Well, the word that's translated for pastor literally in the Greek is shepherd. In fact, at some point in Peter, Peter says to the elders, be shepherds, or it's literally a verb, shepherd God's flock that is under your care watching over them, not because you must, but because you are willing as God wants you to be, not pursuing dishonest gain, but eager to serve, not lording it over those entrusted to you, but being examples to the flock. In fact, Paul said to some elders in Acts twenty twenty eight. he said, Keep watch over yourselves and all the flock of which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers. Be shepherds of the church of God, which he bought with his own blood. Again, the, this idea that the Lord is my shepherd, that he's the one that primarily cares for and oversees, but that his leaders leaders in the church, elders, overseers, whatever we call them, pastors, teachers, is that they too were to recognize that the people are God's flock. You know, even that, I thought when David first spoke to Saul and said, you know, I've cared for my father's flock. But to realize for David that his father's flock was his flock. It was the family flock and, and that he, he cared about them as such. Well, likewise, I mean, here both Paul and Peter are both reminding the leaders. It's God's flock. God's appointed you. The Holy Spirit appointed you. Love them like God loves the flock. Care for them. Don't ever use your position. Don't ever use your power. Don't ever use them for your advantage. You're there to serve. You're there to care for. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is our shepherd shepherd. He is the one true king of kings, the Lord of lords, who alone is God. And yet this very God does not use his power and authority and his position to take advantage of us, to be harsh or brutal to us. Instead, again, you heard the description of all that God says he will do as our shepherd. Well, the other thing that this was really fun, actually, Going back and rereading this and pondering it and meditating on it was to read a little bit further, where in Ezekiel 33:23, this is after this description of first it begins with the shepherds of Israel, but then now God's going to be the shepherd. But I just had totally forgotten about this. But in Ezekiel 33:23, God says, "I will place over them the people of Israel, one shepherd, my servant David. Which now, this is way after David. But he says, I will put one, my servant David, and he will tend them. He will tend them and be their shepherd. I, the Lord, will be their God, and my servant David will be prince among them. I, the Lord, have spoken. Well, the bottom line is, of course, David's dead and gone, but it's someone from his line. And now we introduce Jesus. The Lord Jesus, the Lord Jesus, King Jesus is our, my shepherd. Remember in Luke, as we're already getting close to Christmas, remember when the angel Gabriel comes to Mary, he says, you will conceive and give birth to a son and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the most high. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants, Israel, forever, and his kingdom will never end. I mean, just the wonderful connection between David writing, the Lord is my shepherd, David understanding as ruler, he was to shepherd the people. Then through Ezekiel, we hear that God says, the shepherds of Israel, the leaders of Israel are not caring for the flock the way I do. And then God describes how he's going to care. But then he says, another will come. And then it's declared, the angel Gabriel, who's in the presence of God, comes and tells Mary, this son, who you will call Jesus, He is the one that the Lord God will give the throne of his father, David. Well, of course, now we move to John 10. And here's a couple of really special elements that come out of the mouth of Jesus, about him being our shepherd. And first of all, in John 10, 3 and 4, he says, I call my own sheep by name and lead them out. And when I have brought out all my own, I go on ahead of them, and my sheep follow me because they know my voice. You know, some of the research I did, there were so many comments about sheep and how dumb they are. and and the, they get lost so easy because they don't remember, they can't take care of themselves, in fact, why they need protection. <laughs> One guy says, have you ever heard of anybody going and buying a guard sheep? Because, <laughs> you know, the, a sheep, I mean, it can't, it can't fend for itself, it doesn't hunt, you know, it doesn't have quills or claws or anything, you know, I mean, and it forgets where it's, where it's been, it doesn't even know where to go find food, it needs guidance, and sometimes it's very humbling Very good for us to remind ourselves that as much as we don't want to admit it, we really can't take care of ourselves. It's the Lord who does it all. The one thing a sheep has, though, is it knows the voice of its shepherd, and it remembers that voice and follows that voice and trusts that voice. And Jesus says, you'll know my voice. But what I love about this verse, I call my own sheep by name. Again, here's the idea, the Lord is not just our shepherd, but the Lord is my shepherd. Jesus, the Lord, Jesus, knows you today by name. He knows me by name. And then the other part of it, he says, when I have brought out all my own, or he says, I call my own sheep, that you and I belong to him. He knows us by name, similar to the way our parents, you know, our children belong to us and we know their names and they know us and we know them. That in this case, Jesus as our shepherd is also my shepherd because he knows me by name. And then consider the level of care he has for those he knows by name and are his own. Remember, Jesus talks about how the hired hand is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep, he says. So when the wolf comes, he abandons the sheep and run away. Why, he says? Because the man is a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. We belong to Jesus. We belong to him by name. And because we belong, he says, I care about you in a way that no one else will because you're mine. But then is added this awesome adjective that he's called the good shepherd. He says, I am the good shepherd. And here's the thing about what does that good mean? That, that he's not just our shepherd, he's the good shepherd. Well, he says, I am the good shepherd, John 10:14 and 15. I know my sheep and my sheep know me just as the father knows me and I know the father. And I lay down my life for the sheep. You realize David, taken on the lion and the bear, I mean, he was really risking his life for those sheep and recognized that the Lord was the one who empowered him and saved him and rescued him when they would turn on him. But again, here's the idea is that, talk about God's love coming up close and personal through Jesus. God in Christ, our shepherd, our good shepherd, who says we belong to him, he knows us by name, but he cares about us in such a way that he actually lays down his life for us. And the other thing, y'all, is that what I've been hanging out with is that phrase, when he says, I am the good shepherd, I know my sheep, and my sheep know me, just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father. There's something where this goes way beyond that sheep. metaphor and shepherd metaphor and analogy, where he's finally saying, look, you belonging to me is the same way that my Father and I belong to one another. And there's an intimacy and a knowing we have of each other. And he says, I want to know you and I want you to know me just as the Father knows me and I know the Father. Here's why I wanted to entitle this, the Lord is my shepherd. He is our shepherd, but in Jesus, the Lord Jesus is our, my shepherd, knows me by name. I belong to him, and so he cares in a way that a hired hand wouldn't. His goodness goes so far as to actually lay down his life to save me, to protect me, to rescue me, that he came to seek and save that which was lost, but finally, 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 Oh, may this go deep into your soul today. Beyond that metaphor, He wants us to have an intimacy with Him. Him knowing us, us knowing Him. That's just like the way He knows the Father, and the Father knows Him. Whatever you're going through today, whatever's happening in your life, oh, that you would hear Jesus today say, I am, I am your shepherd you are mine, I know you by name. I am not a hired hand, that I've laid down my very life for you, that all your welfare is all I care about. But most of all today, when we say my shepherd, it's, it's the fact that it really is a kind of intimacy, a kind of knowing, a kind of delight, a kind of joy that Jesus wants with us in the same way that he and the Father has. So know, hear, embrace today. Whatever you are going through, the Lord really is your shepherd. He loves you, he knows you, he cares for you, and he wants even greater intimacy with you. Lord Jesus, everyone who's listening today, help them. Help them hear the level to which you love them value them, care for them. But actually, unlike what can happen between a sheep and a shepherd, you want an intimacy between us that you have between you and the Father. Lord, let that encourage our hearts today. Let it draw us in and approach you and just delight in you and rest in you today. Because you, Lord Jesus, are my shepherd. Thank you, Lord. And God bless you all.